your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast that's dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And man, what a roller coaster of a day uh, for the Colorado Avalanche and really across the league. Uh, you know, a, a free agent day, day one that blew away last year's uh, day one of free agency uh, over and over again, multiple times over. And the Avalanche, a roller coaster of a day without a doubt. So we will cover it all. Uh, so let's get into it. But first things first, follow the show social media outlets <clears throat> on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Search for Lockdown Avalanche on Twitter and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And I guess we can now start including the YouTube channel. Uh, just go to YouTube. Search Locked on Avalanche, and there you go. So follow or subscribe, however they want to say it in the uh, YouTube world. Uh, to if you don't if you don't listen to the show, you can now watch it. Um, but I had recorded, and if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I had recorded a show for Wednesday. And as I I was uh, being a guest on another show. Uh, there's a a show out there that King Dowett hosts who writes for mile high sticking, uh, someone that I talked to a lot offline and he hosts a show, um, about hockey jerseys and you know, the, the guests he have on show their hockey jerseys, as you can see the ones behind me, but I had a bunch more that I was showing him. And as we were recording that, like I said, my show was wrapped up. I had it done. It was ready for release at the normal time. And as we are recording it, news breaks that Gabe Landeskog has signed with the Avalanche. And the looks on both of our faces were like, yeah, we didn't expect that to happen at all. At all. <laughs> uh, and and it was right under the wire for when the Avs would no longer be able to offer him a seven or an eight-year deal. Because once he hits that market where he's free game, he he can no longer be offered an eight-year deal by the team that he is eventually going to be no longer a part of. So it was, uh, you know, it was beneficial to him and the Avalanche, you know, because he he wanted term. He wanted the term. Uh, You know, I think we, I don't know, actually, I don't know how much we will actually hear about uh, the the numbers and how far off they were on on the numbers. Uh, they they he's been interviewed. I saw a handful of interviews with him on on many different. Uh, he's on Sirius XM. He was on the NHL channel. Like he's he's uh, he's making the rounds. So I don't think we will ever really hear how far apart that they were. Uh, just know that they were. And for, you know, when, what we were hearing the low ball offers that the avalanche were making, maybe that's true. 
I'm not saying it's it's not true. Um, but he and if his 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 highball offers were uh, you know what they were saying in the nine range, then he came down. If that's true, then then, then he came down. And term was more important to him really than the dollars. And to, to be that close of going to free agency and hitting the open market and knowing that you should probably get a team that will offer you what you're asking for to, to be literally minutes away. Well, I want to say minutes. It was minutes to, to, to midnight. You still had 12 hours to go, but that's, you know eight or nine of that you're sleeping. So they, they were, they were, let's just use the term. They were minutes away from him being at that point where he was free game. And Joe Sackick, once again, sat down, hammered it out. Everything we saw, everything we read was, it's not going to work out. He could circle back. He could test the open market and see what's out there. And if, you know, cause he, he did with the Kraken, he went and talked to the Kraken and they balked at what he was asking for. I don't know if that is what kind of made him sit back and say, like, look, if an expansion franchise who the the front office or the owners has told the front, front office, you have carte blanche to do what you want to do, spend as much as you want to, obviously within the cap, uh, but, you know, you, it, it's it's a, it's open season. If that team is balking at your asking price, maybe that gave him pause into maybe there's really not a, a lot of other teams out there that will give me what I'm asking for. But he still could have tested it. I think the thing for him was, believe it or not, that that eighth year. And you're like, well, I mean, se- between seven and eight years, you're still going to make a pretty penny. To him, it's important. It's it's important staying in the same city that drafted him uh, on the on the same team that has his best opportunity to win a championship. Uh, you know, so so he he's got eight years, seven million per. So it is a little bit of a bump in increase. He goes from five point, what was it five point five seven? Pretty sure that was it. Five point five seven to seven flat. Okay, you know that that that's an increase. Good for you. You got your eight years. You got your captaincy. You have a great opportunity to win multiple championships. What more could you ask for other than another million or two? So, uh, I, I and he's seen. You know, everybody everybody's happy all around. He put up, by the way, uh, maybe the best Instagram post of the year uh, with with the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. Post. And had the heads of all his teammates on the heads of the character. It was brilliant. That was brilliant. Uh, but all in all, uh, this this was a, a surprise. I, not that he's back with the Avalanche. When they both say they wanted him back, I completely believe that's what both of them wanted. Uh, the fact that it happened this way, we we didn't really hear anything that they were getting closer. We knew that they were going to talk. I heard that they were going to talk at least one more time before Wednesday, before he hit the open market. And maybe that they, maybe they were closer than we originally thought. Maybe they were, uh, you know, just had to hammer out. Maybe it was that extra year. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll never know. Uh, 
But the the fact is that Joe Sackick got it done. Landeskog knew what the best situation for him was. And, and, and I think, you know, everybody is, is happy with this deal. Could he have gotten more somewhere else? I, I, th- I can almost guarantee it. Someone was willing to throw him somewhere between eight and nine. And this is what I've been saying for pretty much the entire time. Does he want to go somewhere else for an extra million dollars? It's probably what he would have gotten. He probably would have gotten eight somewhere. I, I, if someone's really desperate, they maybe th- threw him nine. But that is high, high end. And you didn't see nine getting thrown around a lot on day one of free agency. So, I mean, but this was not the end of the day. This was actually, you know, like I said, the the night before, this was Tuesday night. Clock almost was striking midnight when this happened. And uh, the Avs day was not done. They still had the, the one big piece of the puzzle to sign and we're going to talk about that next uh who do we got first here we have betonline.ag it's the fastest and easiest way to bet in all of your sports action you have baseball in full swing and you can track all of that action at betonline.ag get all the latest news odds and info on your sporting needs including baseball basketball hockey and of course ufc and mma so before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep and make their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up, and when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right. So Landeskog is uh, signed, sealed, and delivered eight more years. And now your attention turned to Philip Grubauer. And could they get his deal done? The irony in all of this is everything that we were hearing was Landeskog and the Avalanche are far apart. It's probably going to hit the open market. You heard Grubauer and the Avalanche. We're closer, uh, and he might hit the open market, but probably should sign with the Avs. And and, and every it seemed like Landeskog was one foot out the door, and Grubauer was just needed some time to hammer out some details, and he was coming back. And then you had you know the I put up on Twitter you had the, the baseball uh, All Star Weekend where Grubauer was there taking batting practice and Landeskog was not there, <clears throat> and everybody was like, "Oh, what does this mean? Is this the, Landeskog's not here? Does this mean he's out and and Grubauer is there? And does that mean he's you know he, he's going to sign? Both guys wanted to stay. That's not the mystery. Both guys wanted to stay where they were, and that completely turned around. And Gabe Landeskog signed, and Philip Grubauer did not. Philip Grubauer made his way to Seattle and the Kraken. So now the Kraken have two avalanche players in Jonas Donskoy and Philip Grubauer. And he went for six years for 5.9. And what we were hearing was they were in that realm uh, that the avalanche were offering five and Grubauer wanted six, maybe a little bit more. 
Uh, so you would think conventional wisdom tells you, all right, let's just go at 5.5 and, you know, call it uh, um, a deal. Uh, that did not happen. So Grubauer accepted 5.9 from the Kraken. I have not heard a final offer that the Avalanche had or what their final offer was. Um, I know Lothar, you guys know Lothar. He posted to me that he heard the Avalanche was 5.5, but I don't know where he got that from. He didn't put up an article or anything like that. I should have asked him, but I didn't. Um, He he usually is, 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 you know, right about these things, but where he reads it, I, I, I don't know where he read that specifically. But let's say that's the case. Let's say the Avalanche final offer was 5.5, which I could see them doing. And he took 5.9. You're telling me he went to an expansion club, uh, which should be competitive. I mean, you know, that, that that's hockey. Teams are competitive. Parity is unlike any other sport. But are they at a Stanley Cup level that the Colorado Avalanche are at? I don't think you convince me that they are. <clears throat> and I don't think you convince me that they are, even though Grubauer signed with them. So he took, if the avalanche deal was 5.5, he took an extra $400,000 to go be with an expansion team that who knows what you're going to get in their first year. They did make some good signings. And, and they, like I said, they have a decent team and they have a team that is going to compete. But again, the avalanche are the favorite to win it for, with, with good reason. Was he a part of that? Sure. But now he's out. So it the the script has been flipped. I think a lot of people were, were kind of putting their Gabe Landeskog jerseys in storage and, you know, thinking Philip Grubauer is, is a sure thing. And the total opposite happened. And, and it was, you heard, you continued to hear that Landeskog and the Avalanche were far apart. You didn't hear those talks that they that they were getting closer. You heard talks that they were talking, but you never heard talks that they were getting closer together. But you did hear about that with Grubauer. You did hear that they were in the same vicinity. And I think Grubauer, I, I mean, it, it, it appears he wanted to have that status of, in all intents and purposes, a $6 million goalie. He didn't want it to, and he was making 3.33. So even at five, he was getting an increase. So if they went to 5.5, he's getting over $2 million a year increase. And he wanted a little bit more than that. And this is free agency. He's, he's welcome to do that. I don't put this on Joe Sackick. I, I, I don't. I think he, he wanted Grubauer back. I think he offered, uh, you know, fair market value for him. And he has to work within his cap constraints. He can't overpay for anybody. He can't do it. Because now you are, if you do that, you are hurting yourself somewhere else. Somewhere else on this team, you are hurting yourself. If you, trust me, they have charts and graphs and everything in front of them saying, we can't go above this. And that's what I can guarantee you they told Grubauer. They said, this is our final offer. It's not because we're trying to lowball you. If we could offer you more, we would. But here's our situation. This is what we can offer you money-wise. We can also offer you your best opportunity at going for a Stanley Cup for multiple seasons. 
And he, you know, I'm sure the money was an appeal for him. I'm sure playing for an expansion team, there is some appeal to that. I'm not going to deny that. But is that appeal so great that you're going to to leave a team uh, that can really do something special? But that's the the main thing here. It's, it's they can do something special. They haven't done it yet. Uh, but he he chose to take the money. Now everybody in in twi- well most people in Twitter land and social media land are are kind of up in arms about this. They're they're not. I mean, some people are angry at, at Sackick, and I get that. That's fine. But um, a lot of people maybe are mad at Grubauer for leaving, or you know, while they understand, they're sad about it. Yeah, that's fine. The guy had a great season. It wasn't that long ago we were split down the middle as a fan base on who should be the starting goaltender of this team between Philip Grubauer and Pavel Francos. It was not that long ago, people. And I am not trying to make this seem good and jolly and you know put a spin on this because we lost our starting goaltender. But the fact remains is he had a good season. And that was his only good season so far. It, do we all expect that to be the starting point for him where he, the rest of his career is a solid and good year? Yes, we do. I do. I wanted Philip Grubauer back. I thought he was a, a great goalie last year. He bailed them out of so many games. And he, he potentially could do that going forward. I wanted him to be doing that in an avalanche jersey. But he had one good season to hang his hat on. So I'm not broken up about the fact that Philip Grubauer has left. I think it was partly him that played well. And I think it was partly this last year anyway, great defense that was in front of him. There were a number of games. I mean, what what was the record? Not the record. I mean, there there was a a streak of games that the Avalanche did not give up over 20. It was either 20 or 25. I think it was 20 shots on goal. You know, it doesn't matter if there's 10 shots on goal. He's got to stop them. But when you have a string of, of games that you're not letting over 20 shots on goal per game, you know, that's partly your defense. That that's part your partly your goalie. You can spread that that love around. I get that. But I think the Avalanche were partly going to say this is our limit for a multitude of reasons. One, flat out cap. We can't do anything about that. And two, I think the Avalanche kind of feel like because we have a good defense, yes, even though we lost Ryan Graves, I get that. We still have a really good defense we can go out and find a goalie that is serviceable. Uh, You know, we want to get the best goalie possible, but playing behind this great defense, we think we can still be successful. And I think that's what they ended up doing at the end of the day. So we will talk about that next after we hear from Rock Auto. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need and why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands 
their warehouse happens to carry, you have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers. For over 20 years, Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us section so they know that we sent you to them. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Okay, Uh, so start the day good. A lot of people woke up to that news. A lot of people woke up to the news that Gabe Lanscog was signed. So you start off the day, uh, you are singing in the shower. (laughs) You know, you don't even need coffee because you are wide awake because you you got your captain locked up for, for eight more years. And then the free agent market hits and uh, free, you know, the free agent Philip Grubauer signs with the Seattle Kraken. So now you are wondering, because now that is a glaring spot for of, of concern for the avalanche. No doubt about it. You need to address that and you need to address it quickly because the goalie market is not that big when it came to free agents anyway. Uh, you know, Flurry got traded. He wasn't a free agent. Uh, there, there were some signings, but it was relatively thin in the goalie market. So the Avs needed to to make a decision: Do we go out and trade and bring in uh, a, some players that might be on the market, or do we take the giant risk of uh, you know the the five goalies that we have signed? do we let them have at it? And Pavel Francos would be your starter. Uh, Jonas Johansson would be your backup. And that mentality of let's put a goalie in there that can do okay and let that good defense <clears throat> kind of uh, you know set the tone, uh, you're running with that. That's a risk that Joe Sackick was not willing to take. And I don't think any of us really thought he was going to go down that road. And he pulled the trigger on a deal and he traded with the Arizona Coyotes who just seemed to be making deals every five minutes. And they picked up Darcy Kemper for a first round pick next year and Connor Timmons and a third round conditional. I think I heard was the, the, uh, the, the last thing they threw in there. Uh, Arizona is also retaining $1 million of Kemper's contract, which means the Avalanche are only paying him 3.5. So 3.5 goes against their cap. So they saved basically $2 million by getting Darcy Kemper over Philip Grubauer. If assuming if he did sign with the Avalanche, it would have been for 5.5. So from the avalanche standpoint, it's a good move on the guy you brought in. I think Kemper is he's he's a starter. He's a number one guy. He's a big boy. And he's in the past, there's been times where he's given the avalanche fits. Uh the in bubble hockey, he was the only reason Arizona was in that series at all. And he, he started to uh bend, not break, but then he broke. And there was just it, when, when you're playing against a team like that, 
that's constantly just peppering you nonstop, you're going to just falter. And the and and the, excuse me, the uh, Coyotes just had no answer offensively for them. And Kemper was just like, I can't just do this all on my own. That's an impossible task against a team like what the Avalanche had. But in the beginning, the one game that they did win, he looked phenomenal. And we all know Darcy Kemper. I'm not just trying to compare him against the Avalanche. He he's he's a a very good goalie. And him on this Avalanche team will probably make him look even better than he is. And I think that's what the Avalanche are going for. I think they they feel like they did have a good thing with Philip Grubauer, but was it Philip Grubauer that made himself look good? Or was it the Avalanche as a team? Or was it a combination of the two? And I think they're they're thinking they can have that with Kemper. I think they feel like they have a very good goalie on a very good team. And and we've saved $2 million in the process. And now we can probably go sign uh, maybe another free agent that we really didn't anticipate that we'd have enough money to do that. So they still have to sign some guys. You know, you, you do lose Connor Timmons in this. That is, uh, you know, was he ever going to be that, you know, uh, top pairing guy? No, but he, I, th- I felt like he was really starting to put it together at the end of last year. And I was looking forward to him kind of getting a spot uh, and, a, and a more noticeable spot on this team heading into next year. Uh, but, you know, he, the what he's going to be on this team is uh, a, a, a bottom guy, a, a bottom pairing guy. And could he ever get out of that? M- maybe. I mean, he's maybe one of those guys, if it's uh, an injury, you'll bump him up. And I think given time, he probably could handle that. But I don't like Joe Sackett clearly said, like, I'm not going to get hung up on Connor Timmons, who's a bottom pairing guy, uh, as the holdup for me getting my starting goalie. So, yes, I'll give up Timmons. I will give up my first round pick next year because if all this goes well, that is a deep pick in the first round. Obviously, the Avalanche are hoping that is the 32nd pick in the draft, but you would hopefully have to think that is something like what they had this year, somewhere from 28 to the end of the first round. And again, the Avs are in a position to make moves like this. They're not going to be giving up a top 10 pick or even a top 15 pick. If that's the case, if that's where the Avalanche were at, they don't make this deal and they run with that youth in their goalie situation and say, let's see what happens. But the Avalanche are in a Stanley Cup window. They need a steady, solid starting goaltender. You can't take a risk with the youth, even though they, you know, some of those guys show promise. And uh, Johansson looked pretty good, but that was a small sample size. We are now in an 82-game season. Did they want to risk him and Pavel Vrancos coming off a year-long injury? Heck no. So, okay. Take Connor Timmons, even though we had high hopes for him in the future, and take our first-round pick next year, which, if all this goes to plan, is a late-round first-round pick. And I said on Twitter, don't leave it. Uh, it's always in the realm of possibility that Joe Sackick somehow manifests a 
uh, top five pick because he lost a first round pick. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so what a day. Uh, that was day one. Uh, you know, th- because of the Kemper move and the Avalanche do have some money, they, they still need to sign a couple guys. I don't know what's going on with the qualifying offers from, from Jost. Timmons was another guy that had a qualifying offer that's no longer on the table. So we'll see what happens with Jost. We'll see, you know, they, they have some, a little bit more wiggle room, not a ton, but some guys that they could bring in. Uh, so <laughs> from us thinking after day one, if the Avalanche could sign all the guys that they would be able to sign, including Grubauer, that would pretty much be it. Uh, but now the Avalanche do have maybe a couple more moves up their sleeve, but no- nothing earth shattering, but moves nonetheless. But day one was eventful. That was fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Stressful at times. And like I said, it was like a roller coaster of a day. Started off great, then you lose Grubauer, and then you get Kemper and, and you're, you're happier. So overall, I think a, a pretty decent day for the Avalanche. And uh, now we just got to get this team out on the ice. That's going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, whether it's through audio form or on the YouTube channel. Uh, if anything does happen on Thursday, we will be talking about that tomorrow. So uh, tune in to that. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. See you guys tomorrow. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!